Hello, and thank you very much indeed for downloading the podcast. On the way, well, I start the working week with a massive compliment courtesy of the band Foles. Oh, yes, I'd forgotten about that. From and many from many years ago. From many years ago, yes. I, I kind of bought it. You didn't have to say that, did you? It could have sounded quite <laughs> recent to everyone. Yeah, when you were just a young slip of a boy, wasn't it? A young yeah. slip <laughs> of a lad. Uh, and also, we moved from Foles... <laughs> to folds <laughs> and more specifically Ooh. how to fold your yeah. garments before heading on holiday nice in a straight not is it a strange move i don't know basically you decide if it's strange or not our boss has decided to blog about how to pack before going on holiday yeah i mean it's not strange if you're into extreme packing then uh, it's probably quite normal is it well he finishes every text he sends to me with hashtag virgo so <laughs> right, i'll leave yeah. you that and you there can make your own minds up enjoy Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Emma, what are your thoughts on the shell suit coming back? Um, did you, you you didn't have a shell suit as a kid, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I did. You did. You did? Yeah, no, it was no, late yeah. 80s, early 90s, yeah. so I was like in a baby shell suit. For the first probably five years of my life. (laughs) I don't mind it. I had a similar thing yesterday because it was Kistry on the Common, which is an Uh, event run by our sister station, Kiss, Mm. which is in Streatham, which is down the road from me. And so on Saturday and Sunday, there was suddenly loads of cool-looking people turned up in Streatham and were wearing the bum bag round the shoulder. Well, this is what I had up over in Finsbury Park. Yeah, Yeah, the same thing. So I've never felt older in my life. The curse, the bum bag around the shoulder. I don't even think in the 90s people wore bum bags around their shoulders. No, they yeah, didn't. Not in the 90s. So they've made this up. Well, that's why it's called a bum bag, because it was meant to it's go round, round your waist. Round your bum, I think yeah. it looks better. I think the way the youth are wearing it, it now looks better it? than it the original. Better, yeah, yeah, they've improved. It does look a bit cooler. It's bum bag the next that. generation. But still, like, you know. But you, if you look, if you walk in any contemporary, like, kind of high street retailer, they're all doing the bum bag around the thing on the mannequins and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are they? Really? Even aimed at older people, yeah. yeah. I don't know where that's come from. It's weird how everyone does it. It was strange. I, when I was on the when I was on the tube around the Finsbury Park Festival thing, and I first because I touched on this last week with saw all the all the youth. I, I honestly thought that I'd gone back in time because <laughs> I, I, obviously I can't see myself, and I suddenly thought, oh no, you've done it. You've woken up and it's 1996. <laughs> there were times when and I felt like that, and then I felt depressed because I thought, oh, I've got to do it all again. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, oh, but it'd be quite good. There's some good bits, but you know. It's well, there are, but I can't remember how to get to the good bits <laughs> or what their names. Were. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Got winning Saturday, ordered from Wix. That's from Gary from Norwich, who says thank you. Gary won the our oh, £250 yeah. Wix gift card on Friday morning show. Congratulations, Gary. We're really pleased that you uh, you got your winnings and you've ordered from Wix. And talking of Wix, coming up a little later, your chance to win £10,000 with our Wix fix. We got married, moved to Cholton. That's from Ali and James. <sighs> Funny place to have your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, yeah. Ali and James, firstly, congratulations. And as you may be aware, um, I grew up in Cholton. It's where yeah. my parents live. Welcome to SC7. It is lovely this time of year, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the way the sun glints off the top of the O2. <laughs> yeah. It's just oh, majestic yeah. there. Like it really it. is. So romantic, really. <laughs> um, my six-word weekend story is Matt saw foals. Oh, foals. Foles. Oh, Folesy, Folesy, Folesy. <laughs> because I didn't want to bring it up when you first said you were at Truck <laughs> yeah. Fest and they were headlining yeah. uh, in Oxford. But, um, and I know you know this, Matt, but yeah. embarrassingly, I remember it at the time. About yeah. 10 years ago, uh, Total Life Forever, the Foles album came out and they'd written a whole song 
dedicated to yours truly. <laughs> um, and it was a, an amazing move, and I'd done a lot to help the guys out yeah, in their yeah, early yeah. career, but I didn't see this coming. No, nope, it was a shock. And I didn't want to play it on the show, but, you know, this is um, a song by Foles called Dave Berry, God. <laughs> Dave Berry the God. Dave Berry the God. <laughs> oh, shut up, man. It was so nice of them, wasn't it? Yeah. It's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was amazing. Dave Berry the God. Dave Berry the God. Oh, I can't. It's even... <laughs> even hearing it now. It's... Oh, I just... Oh. I hope we haven't got a short little clip of that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. What's going on, Matt Dyson? Uh, well, first up, do you see this over the weekend? This uh, young fifteen-year-old uh, gamer who's uh, made his first million playing Fortnite. Esports is all the rage these Hashtag days. Hashtag dream. Watching, <laughs> watching other people play uh, Fortnite, uh, and uh, they uh, they had this big competition in America. Uh, young uh, Jaden Ashman uh, earned well done, Jaden. Split about two million pounds with his Dutch partner in the uh, doubles section of the game, uh, the, the game's World Cup, the Fortnite World Cup. And uh, now he has uh, he's made his first million. And he's going to treat his mum to a lot of things, which is very nice. But oh. his mum, actually, once almost hampered his eSports career because she they used to argue about him playing his Xbox too much and she once threw it out. Wow. So It's <laughs> a difficult one, that, though, isn't it? It's a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. Because, you know, if you're going to be that good at it, yeah. then well, I want you to play it's it. It's like you can't, st you know, you, you'd have to stop your kid eating so much chocolate, not based on the fact that they might become Willy Wonka or Cadbury. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've That's got, true, yeah, you've got yeah. to lay down the law for these things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very good point, yeah. But he's come out he's come out on top anyway, so that's lovely, isn't it? And then the other the other story that's doing, been doing the rounds over the weekend on Twitter is a, a story about, this has come from this guy called Jeff Steen, who uh, works for the Washington Post in America. He says he has some friends uh, who don't sleep on the same side of the bed every night. As in every night when they go to bed, they don't know who will sleep on which side. Mental. And it blew his mind. Right? <laughs> and it's blown a lot of people's Has he written mind. a whole article so, about this no, in the Washington Post? There's a whole thread. He probably will do, yeah. There's a whole thread where people joining him, calling it madness, madness uh, saying yeah. this is this is chaos. We swap sides in hotel rooms, says Ryan. I thought that was pretty progressive. These folk are radicals. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, can you imagine that? Every night you don't know what side you're going to sleep on. What what happens with bedside tables? That's one of the key things, really, mm. sure. Because you'd have your belongings on there. Because you've got your stuff, you've got your well, books I mean, as, and your as chargers. As, I mean, this was the show that did Lord of the Hob Rings, where we oh, asked yes, you what your favourite yeah. ring on the hob was. Yeah, um, yeah. Hashtag uh, front right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it came uh, out on top, didn't it? it came out on top. I think, I think yeah. it did, Front yeah. right sounds like a political movement. <laughs> it does, doesn't it, yeah. And, yeah, and it not the like kind of political movement I want to be part of, either, to be honest. I'm much more front left kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, back, back left for me, please. Thank you. Um, no, no, no. But the 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 the, the Lord of the Hobrings is one thing. Mm. But when you look at, I'm look. If I look at my bed, I sleep on the right. Mm. That's where I I sleep on the right near the door. So that's when you're looking at it from the bottom of the bed. Yeah. It depends on how well behaved I've been, because sometimes I sleep on the sofa downstairs. Ah, uh, yes, well, yeah, yeah, there exactly. And the old snorzy, and then, snorzy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I often sleep on the sofa downstairs. Sarah Jane sleeps on the on the left. Yeah. I think that's unusual, because I think... I think we've spoken about this before, but I think in a heterosexual relationship, mm. as far as I know, men most of the time sleep on the left as you look at the bed, and uh, women sleep on the right. 
Well, it, see, if you from a kind of um, Homo sapiens perspective, whoever is the traditionally, and I'm talking about thousands of years ago, cave the man. biggest member of the family would sleep near the cave entrance. Right. So traditionally, again, a man would sleep near the door. Yeah. Near the door. We normally base it on who's nearest the toilet, and that needs to be me. You uh, need to be nearest the yeah. loo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Right, I mean, that's yeah. another good thing, yeah. yeah. But in yeah. hotel rooms, I sleep furthest from the door. Why is that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I escape out the window so and go out. securely locked, I suppose. <laughs> uh, so securely locked. Yeah, I do sleep on the door side, actually. Do you? you but do you yeah. have your own bedside? Because I don't have bedside tables. We don't have bedside tables. I do tables. have a little bedside table. There's not much on it. It's quite clutter-free these days. But yeah, I do have one. So Stefan sleeps on the left of the bed. As you look at it. Which is nearest the door, but furthest from the loo. Actually, in our house, it is nearest the door and nearest the bathroom. Right. But if we're in a hotel or something, right, we'll, we'll you can mix it up in a hotel. You can, yeah. That's what a lot of people do. Apparently. Go crazy. Someone's even saying on here that if you've got insomnia, just try switching sides, and it can make all the difference. Oh, really? It's a slight change of scenery. I, don't, I just don't like the idea of even my beautiful, amazing, incredible wife's head being on my pillow. No. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. pillow is my pillow. I think you know, you've got to take the yeah. pillow with you. You take the yeah. pillow to I the other so. side of the bed. Ah, that yes. makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, that's that's less chaotic. Yeah, I well, like that. Okay. Well, this debate will rage and rage, I'm sure. Uh, so every day with the social ammo, I try to make you a little bit wiser and a little bit older. It's the radio equivalent of the bum bag over the shoulder. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. The eagle-eared amongst you will notice that we're Glenn Morless. Glenn is heading to prepare for his Edinburgh show, which is very exciting. And also, FYI, very funny. You can get tickets, search it out. Uh, and I want to dedicate this little bit of the show to Glenn, who has tweeted the following. My parents excitedly rang me to say I'm in the newspaper today, so I went out to buy a copy. And it just says this. Then I open the picture and it says, as a review, yeah. Glenn Moore, Pleasance Courtyard, Edinburgh, the bumbling comedian. And there it ends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Good luck, Glenn. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. In the words of the great David Bowie, voodoo, hoodoo, you do. <laughs> We're rebranding voodoo yeah. on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show and Absolute Radio. A bold move, some have said, but a necessary one. After I received a voodoo doll with my face printed on it, I thought, let's do some good here. Mm. Let's send Voodoo Dave off with the listeners on their holidays. I mean, Dave, I'm going to Vietnam. Voodoo Dave can come along as my companion, if he likes, from Debbie in Mortlake. Dear team, next Monday I'm off to Cuba. Would Voodoo Dave like to come to Cuba, Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, Ooh. culminating in a trip to Vegas nice. from George in Crystal Palace? That'd be lovely. Well, thank you, George. Um, and do keep these coming. You can email me the destinations you're going to. If you would like to take Voodoo Dave with you, it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I promise you, he's no trouble at all. I say that like right. a proud father. Um, but, of course... Sarah was the first person to take Voodoo Dave away. He went to Texas. It's important to point out via Newcastle and her dad's 70th birthday party in rugby. Uh, yeah. And we have got our first set of pictures of Voodoo Dave's travels. Uh, you can see them on the Absolute Radio socials. Uh, we see Voodoo Dave kicking back, enjoying all the pleasures of business class on the flight over to Texas. Sarah took Voodoo Dave business class. Very nice. Uh, it appears Voodoo Dave chose to uh, pass the 10-hour flight time by tucking into his choice of movies, which was Toy Story. Of course. Of course, he would have had an emotional attachment yeah. to this, this movie, so he was exhausted, which is why we also see a picture of him having... Um, how can I put this? 
a little lie down on the baggage reclaim conveyor belt. <laughs> Bliss. Um, over the course of the weekend, uh, Sarah has given Voodoo Dave the full Western experience. She kindly got Voodoo Dave measured up for his own saddle so he could ride a horse. Um, there's pictures of him with cowboys. They've got the boots, the hats, the full works. Yeah. There's a picture of him with a barmaid. Voodoo wow. Dave looks so happy in that picture. <laughs> he really does. Um, there's bulls, there's more cowboys, there's riding side saddle at a local rodeo. It's all going on on his first wow. trip, and you can see it on the Absolute Radio socials. And as I say, do get in touch. If you'd like to take Voodoo Dave on your trip abroad, we'd love to document it and put it out there for all to enjoy. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Coming up next... Well, it's not just Voodoo Dave who's off on his travels. Ooh. Actual Dave, as in, well, me, I'm, <laughs> you. I'm off on my travels. <laughs> it will benefit you, or will be explained. Next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'm planning to trek some of the China Wall at the end of August. <laughs> Would Voodoo Dave like to come? The, the China Wall. I've never heard it called that before. I love how familiar you are with it. Yeah. I mean, the rest of us have got the respect to call it the Great Wall of China, yeah, but yeah. you just want to call it the China... The Chinese you know would be so upset China by that, Wall. wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah. That old uh, China Wall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse me, that's the Great Wall of China. It took us hundreds of years to construct. It's visible from it's, space. It's visible... From space, it's not just a China wall. <laughs> That's the name of the restaurant on the high street. <laughs> now, it's not just Voodoo Dave who's off on his travels, and I do thank you very much indeed for, you know, offering to take him along with you, wherever it be to the China wall or wherever it may be. Yeah. But I'm off on my travels as well. Yes. And as you can tell... I'm off to Hollywood. I'm not just blagging about this. Uh, so Wednesday before last, Matt and I, we took a random show off. Yeah. Ben Burrell stepped in and I did say, I'm so sorry for being off. I hate being off. I love being here doing the show. But we're doing this for you. And that was because Matt and I, we went along to the US Embassy. We did indeed. To get our work permits. Yeah. So that we could broadcast this breakfast show live from Hollywood. Which is so exciting. Which is very exciting. But why, Dave? But why would we be doing this? Because I said, I want to do the show funny with <laughs> producer Mark. No, because there is a brand new movie, courtesy of Quentin Tarantino, yes. called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's got Brad Pitt in it. It's got Leonardo DiCaprio in it. It's got Margot Robbie in it. Basically, Huge. anyone who's hot is in it. Yeah, and it's just had its opening weekend in America and it's uh, Tarantino's biggest ever opening weekend for one of his films. It is the one you may remember. Um, it got a seven-minute standing ovation at BAFTA. His ninth film of ten, isn't it? That's what Possibly his penultimate film, that's what he's saying. Again, we're not just blagging. We're not just uh, bragging here, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're definitely blagging, but we're, <laughs> we're not bragging. Um, because every day next week, as we come to you live from Hollywood, we'll have a chance for you and someone you love very much to fly out and join us. That's why we took Wednesday off. That's why we went to the American yes. Embassy, to send you on Hollywood to holiday to Hollywood. It's very exciting, isn't it? It is very exciting. But it's also led us to discover something about a member of the team. <laughs> <laughs> 
There is a Marie Kondo in our midst. <laughs> Very unexpected. <laughs> Google her now. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Next week, we're going to be live from Los Angeles and every single morning, we'll have a chance for you and someone you cherish to fly out and join us. And of course, this got the whole team talking about what they're going to pack. I like to pack light. And since becoming a father seven months ago, I've realised those days are far behind oh, me. Oh, yes, yes. So I can't, even the stuff in the car. When we went to Derbyshire last weekend, I, I just can't believe it. Yeah. It's, it. It's the boot and then into the back seat again. It's ridiculous. Just in, how many devices does Evangeline need to lay on is what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, Why are there so many different options here? It's crazy. So the fact that we're going, you know, for work, mm. <laughs> inverted commas, <laughs> <laughs> means I get to travel light. And that's when we stumbled across a blog. Now, the blog title is Emergency String. No idea why. The blog post is six weeks, one bag. Can it be done? Can it be done? And the blogger is our boss, Rob. Absolute wow. Radio's Marie Kondo. <laughs> I said I didn't want to do it, but producer Mark was adamant that we did. <laughs> now, our boss is a man... He's. He's a man of detail. Mm. He's even given the dimensions of the bag, which is 53 centimetres times 23 centimetres times 38 centimetres. <laughs> and then detail, does it in inches it? for anyone yeah. reading this blog in America. <laughs> and it starts with this immortal sentence. Yeah. Muji travel bricks. <laughs> if you're not using travel bricks yet, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're a game changer when it comes to wow. packing. And especially when packing light. You can buy them in various colours and sizes, so they're great for separating out shirts, underwear, socks and outdoor gear. I've converted numerous friends to using them. And now some listeners, boss man Rob. <laughs> so effectively, this means you can get, you can get your T-shirts out without having to get all the stuff out that's on top of your T-shirts in a traditional packing situation. I think putting bricks in your suitcase, it makes it sound like it's going to make it heavier. Yeah, I think they're just yeah. like fabric squares. Right. They're just not like... actual, I should point that out. Okay. <laughs> and a bag of cement he's got on a trowel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever he's going, he's building walls. China walls. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's converted numerous friends to using them, the yeah. travel brick. Are you tempted to use the travel I've brick, I've never map? heard of the Muji travel brick. Uh, it sounds a bit excessive. I'm not that detailed a packer. I'm more of a kind of just throw it in and hope for the best kind well, of Well, you're, you're treating this whole work <laughs> trip to Los Angeles as a holiday anyway, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. So all I need is my swimming shorts, so I'm fine. <laughs> Up next, we'll find out, according to this blog post, what's getting packed into a small... Muji Brick. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So, wildly lovable Rob from the management department. He's Absolute Radio's Marie Kondo. We've discovered, ahead of our trip to Los Angeles next week, we've got your chance to join us, of course, every single weekday morning. He has a blog about packing a bag. He, in fact, it was six weeks, one bag, can it be done? Of course it could be done. Surely not. Rob can do anything he turns his hand to. Yeah, as long as he's got some emoji... Well, not, not emoji bricks, Muji bricks. Muji travel bricks. <laughs> if you're not using travel bricks yet, what are you doing? His words, not yeah. mine. So um, we're about to find out what you can pack, what one can pack into a small Muji brick. Are you ready for this? Mm. Seven pairs of underwear. Wow. Six pairs of Bonds Cool and one pair of Uniglo's. Oh. <laughs> Four pairs of half socks, also from Uniglo. They pack smaller than regular socks. Right. Good advice. As Rob on his blog. Four pairs of trainer socks. Okay. 
one pair of swim shorts and the final item. You can just squeeze it into a small Muji brick. Again, this is on the blog. One pair of Speedos. <laughs> there we go. Wow, they all fit in there. I mean, I'm sure... I don't, I don't want to say... I'm sure Rob looks great in Speedos. <laughs> yes, I'm yeah, sure he does. Have you ever worn Speedos, Matt? You could plan on bringing Speedos to uh, I wasn't LA? going to. When you go on holiday in France, they they make you wear Speedos. You can't wear swimming don't shorts. I don't know about that. The is that true? Pool. Yeah, it's still a fact, that is. In a lot of the swimming pools, they, they outlaw swimming shorts. Why? And you have to wear Speedos. There's, I don't know what it is. There's some weird French rule about they don't like it. They just don't like the swimming shorts. They're too baggy. What a thing to pass a law on. I wonder who <laughs> did that. I wonder who first went there in the French house department went, uh, hold on. Uh, <laughs> There's too yeah, many swimming yes, shorts. Yes, monsieur. It is the scourge of the word. <laughs> swimming shorts. Yeah. Um, so there we go. So that's what you can pack into a small Muji brick. We're going to serialise uh, Boss Man Rob's blog. And we're going to move on to the medium-sized Muji brick oh, wow. tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, Matt Dyson just informed us all that Speedos in public pools in France are the only swimwear that's legal for gents. And I was like, no way, monsieur. No. No. No, no, no. But it's true. It is very much true, yeah. And that is the last time I wore Speedos, was when I was forced to wear Speedos if I wanted to swim in a French pool. What colour were they? Uh, I can't remember. Not, not Nothing crazy, not just yellow. like a dark blue. Just a like dark a dark blue, blue yeah. But, Classy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, swimming shorts are banned from La Piscine in France uh, because you might wear baggy swim shorts as normal shorts, so they might pick up dust, dirt and such like while you're out and about, and then if you were to just jump straight in the pool, the germs would be spread into the pool. Oui. Whereas as clinging trunks... Speedos, you wouldn't wear them in day-to-day life like you wouldn't go and sit on a train. Oh, really? That's not illegal here, is it? Because I haven't stood up since we in came in, but I've got a surprise for you guys. <laughs> you wouldn't you want to sit, go outside in your budgie smugglers. So, um, yeah, that, that's why that rule was introduced and still you to You must this love this, Emma exists. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. Because Emma disclosed that you, you won't sit on your bed if you're wearing the jeans you were wearing whilst on public transport. <laughs> yeah, no outside clothes allowed. Outside, that's the word, outside clothes. Uh, uh, so that's the Speedos in public yeah, pools in yeah. France. Uh, and now we move on to... Dave, the Great Wall of China is not visible from space. Why would it be? You can't see things from space just because they're long... <laughs> For more travel tips, I'll gladly come to Hollywood with you from Phil. <laughs> well, thanks, Phil. Your chance to win coming yeah. starting Monday morning as we're live from LA. Um, so I've always just thought that the Great yeah. Wall of China was visible from space. Yeah, it's like a too. saying, it's right? It's just what everyone says, doesn't it? And I think it has become a space-based myth because everyone just keeps saying But I seem to remember as a kid seeing pictures of it from space. Yeah. But according to NASA, uh, it's frequently billed as the only man-made object visible from space. It generally isn't, at least to the unaided eye in low Earth orbit. It certainly isn't visible from the moon. You can, though, see a lot of other results of human activity, but not the Great Wall of China. And flat or round, if we were... No? <laughs> no, no, no. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Coming up, as promised, the Wix Fix is back on The Breakfast Show. Your chance to win 10 thousand pounds that's coming up just after half eight 
But right now, oh, I'd like to talk about my own uh, little earner. Over oh, the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, made a few quid. Don't really? run to the black. What, 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 what happened? What Back happened? down the market. <laughs> <laughs> you know I hate that. <laughs> Emma Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I was not back down the market, Emma. Um, so a little while ago, um, I, like many people in the UK, fell in love with a Channel 4 comedy called Man Down, oh, created yes. by Greg Davies, starring Greg Davies. Roisin Conanty was on the show week before last, who's got the brilliant series Game Face, by the way. Ooh. She plays Joe, and it's just such a well-written... It had the late, great Rick Mail in it as well, oh, who yeah. played um, Greg Davies' father. Very funny, and... I just love it in my house, and Sarah Jane loves it. And I, I saw Greg, and I said, Greg, please can I have a party man down? Please, 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 please. Mm. And a year passed, and then he got in touch with me, and he said, I've written you a party wow. man down. Um, I play a um, I'm kind of construction worker. Not like the village people. Um, right. <laughs> who, um, well, anyway, I get into an altercation with, with Greg's character, with oh, Dan. Right. And um, it ends up with him having some uh, spray paint on his chin uh, uh, before him heading to the American embassy. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, I so can't believe just, I haven't seen it. I need to watch it. It was such episode. an honour to be involved. Yeah. Stephen Burkoff is in the same series as me. <laughs> wow. And Mark Hamill, a.k.a. Luke Skywalker. Wow. And so, it, you know, I'm just overjoyed about this. It must have been a real relief that you weren't cast as a market store trader as well, because <laughs> yeah, you started to get a bit typecast, <laughs> weren't you, at one point? <laughs> Thanks to Emma, I'm being typecast. <laughs> people like Anyway, Emma. so I'm in Man Down and I love that. And, of course, I wasn't going to even ask for a fee or any of that stuff. Right, it's just yeah. like, I'm in it and I'm so flattered and honoured that you've Ooh. done this for me, Greg. And he mentioned that he said, oh, the way it works, just because you won't know this, Dave, is that every now and again you'll get a little royalty check that will just come through because the television people have to pay you because wow. it's on, like, four on demand or whatever it may yeah, be. Yeah, it might have sold all around the world. Exactly. So yeah. this is... I got really excited about this. And uh, as I say, at the weekend, uh, got a little thing on the statement. The first royalty check is in from my appearance yeah. in Man Down. Why? What are we talking? <sighs> well... I didn't want to do it this way, Matt. I didn't want to do it to you like this, but I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've made enough money to retire. I'm retiring early. Oh, wow. Uh, no, I got my first man down royalty payment, and it is £13.25. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. So I'm going to get one of those that looks like about once a year. Do you? Wow. Yeah. £13 pounds a, a month. Year. Well, yeah, nice. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so anyway, so I'm obviously living the high life right now, and I want to yeah. know whether you guys out there, 8, 12, 15, have you had a bit part or been an extra in anything? That's what I want to discuss during this section of the show. As I say, the number is 8, 12, 15. Matt Dyson, have you had a bit part or been an extra in anything? Uh, you, can't, you don't ever see me. I've been in a couple of films, but you only hear me. Right. <laughs> so I was in uh, the Blur documentary, No Distance Left to Run, I think it was called. And oh, I can't remember now. Uh, yeah. Another doc. I've never had a royalty <laughs> check. Oh, darling. That was a doc. I think yeah, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch was in it. Darling Benny. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, that was a doc I did back in 09, I think it was. And then uh, some more fictional stuff. And then I decided to go underground. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be typecast, so I just went away for a while. Then, yeah, yeah, I've done fiction as well, darling. Yes, uh, I was in uh, Ibiza Undead. Right. The, uh, a zombie apocalypse in Ibiza. <laughs> 
It's, it's, oh. it's as good as it sounds. Blur and Zombies. That is Matt Dyson's IMDb, which is very impressive. Emma Jones, you've been an extra in anything? You had a bit part in a TV show or a film? Yeah, I was in the film Mr. Nice. Do you remember that oh, one oh, about yeah. um, oh, Howard yeah. Marks? Yes. Siffins, wasn't it? Yeah, they filmed it in Cardiff when I was at university. So I did, I was like an extra in a house party. Wow. But I remember I got 80 pounds, which I thought was, was so <gasps> good great, when I was yeah. a student. Yeah. So much more than me and Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> so let that one. Ouch! Welcome to show business, Dave. Oh, ow! The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, Dave. Yes, been an extra in a KLF video. Moo Moo Land in Scotland on the island of Jura, uh, where they built the Wicker Man. Whoop, whoop. Oh, wow. Uh, someone questioned, not the only person in my life to ask, did I get any royalties for my bit in London's Burning? <laughs> <laughs> a memorable scene, yeah. I know. But what I happened was... in that one again? I know you did EastEnders as well. I was but... jousting with my dear friend Luke. They came to uh, they came to our college in oh, Eltham, yeah. Crown yeah. Woods in yeah. South East London, and uh, they were filming there, and they asked for some extras, if anyone wanted to be extras. And, you know, obviously I was born to be a star, so, yeah, you know, yeah. the director identified that straight away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you were jousting. I was jousting like gladiator style at the beginning. That fair fair had come to town. Oh, that pugil sticks. Yes, and mild (laughs) danger ensued. A near, a near so threat. Much to watch later on today. Anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't get any royalties. I was new. I was new to show business. I was seventeen. I didn't know what I was doing. Dave, I was an extra in Biker Grove. Now this story just unfolds. Before this is just wonderful. This is from Andy. I was an extra in Biker Grove. Myself and comedian Ross Noble, Ooh. at a fair in Gateshead, we walked through a shot featuring Donna Eyre. Oh, what? <laughs> it's a who's who of northeast <laughs> stars. Wow, that's amazing. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Joining us right now on line one is Danny. Good morning, Danny. Hello, good morning, mate. How you doing, Hello, my friend? Mate. Yeah, good. good. So there's a lot to unpack when it comes to your text you sent into the show. Um, it, yeah. What... what what were you in, first of all? Let's start with that. So I was in the, uh, mu- the music video for Mr. Medicine by Eliza Doolittle. Ah, oh, this one. Oh, yeah. Go on, Eliza. So um, what were you doing in it then, Danny? That's the next question. So, well, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, basically, I did gymnastics for about 10 years. And then uh, basically a friend recommended me to uh, apply, for this, apply for the audition. So I did the audition. It was for the music video for that. And uh, yeah, we got the part, and then they said, "Here you go. Here's a bunch of costumes, which they never told us about." <laughs> they done us up. So, um, <laughs> what were the co- what, what kind of costumes are they, Danny? Just like a ginger. I was a gingerbread man. <laughs> <laughs> Danny does not want to be a gingerbread no. man. You can hear it in his yeah. voice. No. <laughs> so, what were you doing ones. in the video, dressed as a gingerbread man? No, so just doing some flips and some parkour and free running and stuff like that. <laughs> in a gingerbread <laughs> man costume. It's a Monday morning. I'm talking to someone who was doing free running dressed as a gingerbread man in a Liza Doolittle music video. <laughs> it's just the beauty of Breakfast Radio, isn't it? Uh, Danny, such a charm to have you on the show. Do you get any royalties? No, well, I got two hundred pounds for it. Oh, so why am I on thirteen pounds twenty-five? Put my heart and soul into that part. It's unbelievable, Danny. Lovely talking to you, my friend. Thanks very much indeed for tuning in. Well done to you. £200. And on line two right now, we're joined by Grace. Good morning, Grace. Morning. How old are you, Grace? I'm nine. You're nine years old. Well, first of all, happy summer holidays to you and thank you for talking to us on the show. Thank you. What are you going to be getting up to with your summer holidays? Anything exciting? 
uh, we're just going camping now. Oh, Ooh, camping. Very That's nice. very nice. Yeah, indeed. Um, so, Grace, what did you have a little part in? Um, I had a part in Captain America, the first Avenger. Captain America, <laughs> the way to the Marvel Universe with a nine-year-old named Grace. Wow. Who were you? You weren't Iron Man, were you? No, I was just a baby. So, oh. so nine. So when the film came out, you were a little baby, and they used you as a baby in the film Captain America: The First Avenger. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I don't like to talk to children about money. It seems uncouth, but <laughs> but Grace, did, did you did you get more than thirteen pounds twenty five pence? Yes. May I ask how much did you get? I got 145 pounds. 145 pounds! My goodness, um, Grace, it's been lovely speaking to you. Enjoy the rest of your summer holidays and send our love to your mummy and daddy. Thank you. Bye, Grace. Take care. 145 pounds. Unbelievable. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Okay, this is big because our friends with DIY benefits Wix are back with the Wix fix. And this time, they mean business. As any self-respecting music fan will know, Destiny's Child once famously said, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? <laughs> if you can, then maybe we could chill. Well said, ladies. Yeah. And that's exactly what Wix want to do. Have you started a DIY project or even thought about getting one off the ground but you can't because of your pesky bills? Well, now Wix want to sort that out for you. One lucky listener is going to win £10,000 on Friday to help pay their bills so they can crack on with the project. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk right now. Tell us about your DIY project and you could be winning the 10 grand and that's exactly what we've got right now because on line one is Joanna. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Very well, thanks for asking. So, Joanna, tell everybody about your DIY project. What's going on in your world? Um, in, in a snapshot, we moved into a house 14 months ago that needed a lot of renovation, a very old cottage, and we started the work with Gusto and then all the bills piled up and we ran out of steam and we've now got a house where not one single room is finished. Oh, my goodness. Is this a... And I believe it's a 17th century cottage, you told us. It is. On the website. Yeah. Wow, OK. Um, so how much work needs doing to it? Have you got a long way uh, ahead? I, I would say we're probably 75 80% of the way, but as I explained previously, it would just be lovely to have it finished and start actually enjoying living here as opposed to walking from room to room and thinking, that's not done, that's not done. That's not done, yeah. Walking into yeah. rooms and pointing at things going, that's not done. Not done. Um, you've yeah. missed two years' worth of holidays. Um, yes. It was your 10th wedding anniversary last year. Yes, we uh, had a fabulous holiday arranged and then had to cancel it. Right, and you've got a birthday on the way, a significant birthday. I have 50 in October. OK, well, happy birthday for October. So you want to get all this <laughs> sorted before your birthday, don't you, Joanna? Definitely. It'd be lovely to have a party and be able to say to people, it's done. It's done. Just walk it's them done. from room to room going, yeah, look, it's, it's done. done. <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's Happy done. birthday to me. It's done. <laughs> um, Joanna, wait right there, because on line two, we've got Matthew. Good morning, Matthew. Uh, good morning, Dave and the team. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very well. How are you? Very well. Thank you for asking. So we've just heard Joanna there. She's kind of trying to renovate a whole house. She wants to do it in time for her birthday in October. What's going on in your world? What's your DIY project you can't get to finish? Uh, there's a few. There's a couple. So the main one that we've got at the moment is uh, is our staircase. So we've 
recently actually ripped the staircase out. Uh, and actually right. replaced it with... Uh, <laughs> the problem is, yeah. Dave, there is no staircase. <laughs> yeah, so we've got we've got rooms downstairs, but the ones upstairs you can't see much of them. So right, bit, yeah. Bit yeah. You're going to need a flight of stairs. <laughs> I, I understand that. Yeah. Um, also, I believe that the mortgage payments are getting in the way of you um, replacing a cooker. Is that right? Yeah, so when we moved in, it had a lovely nice big cooker, a nice wide cooker. Um, eight ring cooker, which favourite definitely is the is the front right. Best yeah, ring. Wow. That was a it was a text comp- thing that we did on the show. Your favourite ring on the, the hob, w- the one ring through all the mall. Yeah. yeah, you're going. <laughs> indeed, yeah. You're going bottom right. Okay, interesting. It is, yeah. I like the cut of your jib, Matthew. I'm not going to lie. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so the house itself it's 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 nearly um, near in the end sort of stages, but I've got so it's me and the missus. We live together on our own, and sort of the nephews, nieces, and everything like to come up and. The staircase is a bit of a hazard for them, so yeah. Yeah, a bit of money over. to finish it off would uh, would go a long way. Just put some ropes up there; they'll <laughs> love it. Mine needs for anything to go by. Just use ropes. Okay, so here that's going to work. As I say, is winter stays on, and as it's the summer holidays, I'll be crossing to a holiday destination to get the temperature. The temperature will dictate the amount of time on the clock. Joanna and Matthew are going to be going head-to-head general knowledge against that time. Uh, now, if you win, you're staying on until Friday to win the £10,000. But just for getting through, one of you is going to get a £250 Wix gift card as well. So that's in the bag, so to speak. And uh, let's cross live, shall we, to Tama in New Zealand. Let's make this phone call. Here we go. Hi, Tama. Tama here from oh. Auckland, New Zealand. The temperature today is a lovely 20 degrees. 20 degrees. So the other thing I wanted to ask you, Tama... T- Tama? Oh. Um, <laughs> let me call him back. Let's just see. <laughs> this will go... This will be better. That's fine. <clears throat> Hello, Mr. Berry. Hey, Tama, it's me Tama again. I just wanted Auckland, to... New Zealand. The temperature today yeah, is uh... a lovely 20 degrees. T- Tama? Oh. Anyway, that's our live phone call to New Zealand there, everybody. <laughs> that means, guys, there is 20 seconds each to play. Joanna, you're going to be going first. Are you ready? I am. OK. Good luck. Your 20 okay. seconds starts now. Which Scottish comedian is the voiceover of Love Island? Ian Sterling. Correct. Which UK town are Blossoms from? A what from, sorry? Which town are Blossoms from? Oh, Stockport. Stockport, correct. What is the capital of Canada? Uh, Ontario. Ottawa. Who is the new Home Secretary? Home Secretary is Pretty Patel. Correct. Well done. Producer Mark has made a note of your score. You managed to get three there, so well done. And joining us right now, Matthew, you ready? I am. Your time starts now. Saturday marks seven years since the beginning of which sporting event? Uh, pass. London 2012. Who sang Paradise and Pretty Shiny People? Uh, that's... Uh, Coldplay. No, the answer is George Ezra. Where did the Grand Prix take place yesterday? You are out of time, Matthew. Fair we mate. wanted to give you a, a fair crack at it. But, Joanna, well done. You're going through <laughs> to tomorrow. If you're still playing on Friday, you could be winning £10,000. It's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you so much. And this, of course, is all thanks to our dear friends at Wix, who have amazing deals on everything that you will need to finish your DIY project. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Time for the Daily Smash. 
And today we take inspiration from a caller we had on the show about an hour ago by the name of Grace. She is but nine years of age. Mm. And when she was a baby, she appeared as a baby in Marvel's Captain America, The First Avenger. And annoyingly got paid a lot more than I did for my appearance in Man Down. Getting my first royalty check this weekend for £13.25. She got 145 didn't she? Grace is doing rather well for Mm. herself. Uh, So uh, it was lovely to speak to Grace, who's off camping as part of her Mm. summer holidays from school. So we're going to smash together babies and movies. Yes, it's babies versus film at 8.12.15 on the text. Or you can tweet me at Absolute Radio. And here we go, from around the room. I've got Aptamel Gibson. Ah, uh, yes. I've got Pramron Diaz. <laughs> I've got Stop or My Mother Care Will Shoot. Uh, uh, there we yeah, go. Uh, what have you got there, Matt Dyson? Uh, Nappy Gilmore, obviously. Yeah. Um, a Moses Basket Case. Oh. And uh, Mad Maxi Cozy. Moses Basket Case? <laughs> yeah, the film Basket Case, the horror films. Oh, right. Never yeah, heard yeah. Of <laughs> Emma Jones. I've got Silence of the Prams. Oh, that's the one. The Stroller Express. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit American, I'm sure. Good. And I know what you did last summer. Oh, that's excellent. Nice. Glenn. <gasps> Glenn. Oh. <laughs> He's doing his show in Edinburgh. He's not here. Are you doing your own tumbleweed sound effects? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. After we were joined on the show by a nine-year-old named Grace, who appeared as a baby because she was a baby in Captain America the First Avenger, we're smashing together babies and movies at 8, 12, 15. Dummy and Dummier from Nat in Cardiff. <laughs> Rattlesnakes on a Plane from Ooh. Andy and Bromley. The Dummy Returns. <laughs> from Rusk till Dawn. Ah, nice. Lord of the Teething Rings from Chris. Reservoir Sprogs from Matt <laughs> Owen. Bravo, one and all. Matthew, have you got anything over there? Yes, Graham's gone for Talcum X. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, uh, the Dark Nightlight from uh, Mark Sadler. <laughs> Steve Lomas has gone for St. Elmo's Pacifier. Oh, uh, wow. Steriliza Manelli suggests Louise. And uh, William the Beast has gone for Prometheus. Oh, my. Which is very oh, nice. Fantastic work, one and all. The Daily Smash shall return tomorrow morning. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. What a start to the week. Credible stuff from everybody. Of course, there is a podcast that accompanies this radio broadcast, mm-hmm. the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Daily Podcast. You can get it from all the usual places. And I thought long and hard about what it should be named. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And what are you going to go with? <laughs> well, after Foles, the band Foles paid me a huge compliment. Um, here it is again. Dave Berry the God. Yeah. From, uh, what was it, their second album back in 09, was it? That's right. Third album. Dave Berry the God. Dave Berry the God. So lovely of him. <laughs> yeah, So we've, I've, I've isolated it as well. I don't, I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> Dave Berry the God. So we've decided to call the podcast Dave Berry the God. <laughs> of course we have. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow, 6am. Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.